Congratulations on the on the win. Through to the next stage. Um, like I told Nick, I don't think you actually dominated the game, but you did enough to win it. How did you see? Um, I, I thought we were fairly comfortable. Um, look, it was a bit of a stretch game. That, that's the way you know Central Coast play. Um, they put, push a lot of numbers forward. Um, and I think we limited um, the opportunities that they had to get in behind us. That's their strength, you know, Cummings and, and Urena making those forward runs. Um, and I can't really recall too many times they got in behind us. Um, so, um, you know, I thought Joe was fairly comfortable. He had one or two shots to save. And, but other than that, I, I thought he was fairly comfortable. Um, and, you know, it's finals football. It's always, you know, always on a knife's edge. It can go either way. And, um, you know, our boys were tremendous. Just going to Wednesday now, you're the form team, six wins now in a row. You're playing Melbourne City, who have been a bit wobbly towards the end. How important is it to actually win this game Wednesday night and, and make sure that perhaps Melbourne City are, are untouchable maybe for the second leg? Yeah, look, it's, you know, it's a semi-final over two legs, um, so it's not going to be won and lost on Wednesday night. Um, so, look... You know, Melbourne City, you know, they're the best team in the league for the last two years. Uh, you know, so it's going to be a tough game. We know it's going to be a tough game. Um, but we've had some success against them this year. The games have been um, high-quality games, I believe, the three games that we've played against them. Um, so, you, look, I think it'd be... For a neutral, I think it would be a very good game to come and watch. Um, and, you know, hopefully we can get all of our supporters here Wednesday night to get behind us, because, you know, tonight, again... Um, the support they gave us in the second half, you know, lifted, gave us a couple of lifts during that second half. Um, so, you know, I'm looking forward to the game. You know, I said they're, they're the best team and, you know, if you want to win the final, you've got to, you've got to get past City. Just, Nick also touched on the referee. Um, he was supposed to be the fourth official, I think, until 10.30 last night. Did you get that same email? And do you know what happened with Fagan? No, I wouldn't have a clue. I don't know who the referee is until I... Um, walk out the tunnel for the start of the game and I see the, who the referees stand on the pitch. I don't look at that. Um, but, you know, I don't think there was any, any um, decisions tonight that could have, you know, impacted the game. So he I didn't allude no to changing the, the score. He just said it was weird, like a part-time referee got it in front of a full-time referee, that's all. I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, you know. I'm sure they go through the same process as selecting their referees as we do selecting our players. Carl, change in formation tonight, obviously, with Hero and um, Cassini both playing together up front. Was it a combination of uh, setting up differently to, to, like you said, you know, combat the Mariners or about getting minutes into, into Cassini as well? Yeah, it was a little bit the way that Mariners play. We know that they don't um, play through their midfield, um, so we didn't need to play... Um, an extra midfielder in there um, and they because if we played an extra midfielder in they just mark him and they man mark in midfield so leaving Hero starting up high and then coming off the line um, um, to get between the lines because that's what he naturally does um, afforded us to you know hopefully get a bit more of the ball um, and I thought they worked well together um, you know Cass was you know a threat all night tonight he was excellent again um, and Hero played his part as well Um, Craig Goodwin <clears throat> was looking quite frustrated for a large part of the first half. He, he got fouled, he was fouling, and then suddenly the ball broke and he's converted it. The, that quality that he has and the cross for the second goal ultimately proves the difference. Most definitely. You know, Goody, um, 
You know, the last, you know, I suppose the last three or four games, he hasn't, you know, had much of an impact in games. And, you know, the quality that he has, he, he had tonight. You know, he, he scored the goal. And as you said, the assist for the, the ball in for the second goal was, you know, top class. Um, and it was a difficult night for him. You know, they targeted him a, a few times. There's quite a few players that run into him and blocked his, his running. So, um, you know, he's a, a, a quality player. And it was a tough game for him tonight, you know, against um, Miller, who gets forward so much um, and runs a lot. So, um, you know, Goody, you know, I suppose in the end he, he won the battle because he got a goal and an assist. Is it a reflection of his maturity now? A, a, you know, he's about 30, that he's able to overcome that and not get dragged to a side by, by the circumstances of the game? Yeah, most definitely. You know, he's um, come a long way. Um, and even just in this last, you know, three or four months since he's um, got the captaincy here, he has um, even stepped his game up another level and he's um, really vocal now in the, in the change room, um, a lot more than what he was before. And as you say, that maturity now, he is, um, you know, taking his game, as you said, taking his game to the next level and, and he keeps providing, you know, goals and assists for us and, you know, um, hopefully he can do that all the way through the final series for us. Just um, Jakob, obviously back into the lineup tonight, full game, obviously the force change of the injury to, to Lockie. Would he have perhaps, would you have made that decision anyway if he was fit? To... No, no, if Lockie was fit, Lockie would have stayed in. Um, you know, Lockie's had a, had a tremendous season for us. Um, you know, it's just unfortunate. I think, um, you know, I think what he played, 30 NPL games and then he's rolled straight into an A-League season and, and had, you know, 20-odd games there. So I think it was more of a, um, a fatigue injury that he, he ended up get, picking up. Um, but he was tremendous for us the last five, six weeks. Um, it's unfortunate that he's out now for the rest of this season, but, um, you know, he'll, he needs a good break because um, he hasn't had one for such a long time and he'll come back, you know, better and stronger next season. So really looking forward to, to working with Lockie next year and, you know, with Alex next year as well. Um, I think they'll be a tough defensive pair to, to go against. Is that an officially unofficial announcement about Lockie next season? Like he's staying there next season? Yeah, I, I believe so. I hope so. I hope all our players are staying. You know, I think we've got a, um, a great group here at the moment and we're, you know, we have quite a few of our boys out of, out of contract and we're negotiating with, with all of them. Um, and hopefully we can, you know, retain, you know, 90% of them and, and provide a few spots for some of our younger boys that are coming through as well.